Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys, quick and dirty tips to work less and do more. In the episode Using a Visual Timeline, we explored how the right visualization can help you understand how you expect your project to unfold. But you're trying to tame fate which means that the best-laid plans of mice and men might end up involving cats, women, and intersex. So be prepared. When coaching Bernice Europa and Melvin through the build-out of Green Growing Things expansion store, the project hit a snag. A few weeks ago, Melvin reported, The Audrey Twos are demanding Persian rugs for their area of the store, and they say they're tired of living like they're on Skid Row. Unfortunately, nothing seems to have happened since then. As their coach, it was obvious what was going on. Fate had thrown a monkey wrench into their plans. They were using their project plan to guide them, but their project plan didn't include anything about Persian rugs. After Melvin brought it up at the meeting, everyone assumed that someone else was taking care of it. The team didn't have a good way to make sure that the unexpected got handled. I introduced them to the Issues Log. An Issues Log is a shared list of all of the issues the team has encountered and what's happening with them. An issue is anything that causes or will cause the project to stall— like when the Audrey Twos refused to move in without Persian rugs. I could understand it if there were a chemical sensitivity issue, but this is just a bunch of carnivorous plants throwing their weight around. An issues log is simply a numbered list of issues. When Melvin, or anyone else, brings up an issue, the team leader records it in the issues log and later uses the issues log to run team meetings. Europa, ever the overachiever, jumped at the chance to be the owner of the issues log. I explained that it should live in a shared document so that everyone can review it. Use a table in a word processor document or a spreadsheet. Each row is one issue. You can use a full database if you need to, but I like the simplicity of a single table. When an issue comes up, big or small, add it to the issues log and number it. Never reuse a number within a project. Europa dutifully added, Audrey 2's demand a rug as issue number one in the issues log. The rest of the team chimed in, and soon issue number two was, Neon store signs aren't allowed in the historical district. Issue number three was basement wall is leaking red glowing radioactive ooze into the storeroom. Giving each issue a number lets you refer to it unambiguously. If issue 86 is basement wall is leaking green radioactive ooze, everyone knows the difference between issue number three and issue number 86. Without the numbers, Bernice would say, how is the ooze situation coming? And some people would discuss red ooze while others would discuss green. Numbers have a psychological role as well. When an issue comes up, the team must decide, is this important enough to deserve a number? And now that sounds small, but it encourages just enough thought that you can discard trivial matters. The next part of an issue's entry records the date it came up, 
a brief description of the issue and its impact, who has agreed to own the issue, and the due date for resolving it. The owner doesn't necessarily have to solve the issue directly, but they make sure that it gets solved one way or another. Issue number one date, today's date. Description, Audrey 2's want a rug. Impact, we can't move them in and open the store until this is resolved. Due date, next Monday. Owner, Bernice. Melvin brought up the issue, but Bernice volunteered to handle it, so she is the owner of issue number one. Some people say, don't bring up problems unless you bring up solutions. Foolishness, I say. If Melvin spots a problem and doesn't have a solution, that's when the team most needs to know. Then they can put their collective brain power together and solve the problem as a team. The last two entries for an issue are the status and the resolution. The status is one word, open or closed. Open means the owner is working on the resolution. Closed means the issue is either solved or is no longer an issue. When an issue is closed, the resolution is recorded in a sentence or two. Bernice had a discussion with the Audrey Twos in which she pointed out that a Persian rug was a fine idea and would also be the perfect setting for a shrine to the fire goddess right next to the Audrey Twos enclosure. The Audrey Twos suddenly decided that instead of Persian rugs, industrial Berber carpeting would be just dandy. Status closed. Resolution, industrial Berber carpeting as planned. Now that the team has an issues log, I showed them how to run a status meeting. It is really, really quick and easy, and I love quick and easy meetings. Everyone has a copy of the issues log. For each open issue, the facilitator reads just the issue number. The owner either says open and reports the latest status in one sentence, or says closed and reports the resolution. If further discussion is needed, it happens after the issues log is read. Here's an example. Issue 1, closed. The Audrey 2s will accept Berber. Issue 2, open. Talk to the neon specialist who thinks we can get a neon sign that looks exactly like carved wood. Issue 3, closed. Decided that the glow of the red radioactive slime will light the nursery, saving on electric bills. Now you know how to tame fate. Expect the unexpected. Restore the plans of mice and men, meaning no disrespect to cats, women, and intersex. Use an issues log to record and monitor unexpected issues, and then use that log to make your meetings a snap. You can find a beautifully formatted issues log template in this episode's transcript at getitdone.quickanddirtytips.com. This is Steve Robbins. Email your questions to getitdone at quickanddirtytips.com. I help high achievers take their organizations and their careers to the next level of performance. If you want to know more, visit steverrobbins.com. That's S-T-E-V-E-R-R-O-B-B-I-N-S.com. Work less, do more, and have a great life. Doors take us to summers away. Or winter adventures. And afternoon getaways. Your dedicated Fidelity Advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Because doors were meant to be opened. Visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Wayfair's biggest sale of the year is back. Get ready for Wayday. For three days only, May 4th through May 6th, you can get up to 80% off at Wayfair. Save on sofas and cookware, dining sets and rugs and beds, wall art, bar cards, floor lamps, sailing fans, home decor, all things outdoor, and way more. Plus, everything ships free. Don't miss the sale to get up to 80% off everything home, even a garden gnome. 
Way Day starts May 4th. Head to Wayfair.com now to start filling your car. Wayfair, every style, every home.